This is Shifting Our Schools episode 105. Bring on 2020. Listen up, educators. Are you looking to take your classroom to the next level? The technological shift in education is happening right now. If you're looking to integrate technology into your classroom, you're in the right place. Welcome to Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. Welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. Thank you for being here this week. So great, uh, just uh, Chris and I this week talking about uh, years past and the year looking forward for our last episode for 2019. And the crazy thing for me is I can't believe it's 2020. Yeah. yeah I mean, how it's two tickets. It hits me uh-huh. all the time where I'm just like, what in the heck? How can it be 2020? I was, I was talking to a gentleman uh, earlier this last week and he mentioned the turn of the century. <laughs> and I still think of like the 1900, the turn of the century, yeah. 20, 20 years ago. It's crazy. Well, yeah. uh, my wife and I were talking the other day. We remember Y2K and yeah. like the world was going to blow up because all, the, all these Mac yes. computers. Remember, right. they were yeah. going to turn back yep. to 1900 and there was this yes. bug and we didn't know if the world was going to it. <laughs> and here we are, 2020. How crazy is that? It was interesting. I was listening to a podcast the other day that they were trying to go back and look at just the technological advantage, the technological change we've had in the last 10 mm. years. Yeah. If you just look from 2010 until today, like just the last 10 years, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable when you start to break down, you know, in 2010, you have the second version of the iPhone. Let's just put <laughs> right. this in perspective, yeah. right? The iPad, the very first iPad came out in 2010. Yeah. Like just wow. think yeah. about where we are and there's no such thing as a Chromebook. There's no such thing as Chrome OS. <laughs> right. Right. Google, Google for education isn't a thing. I mean, mm. you just think of some of these things in education that I, I'm still just like, wow, that's all been within 10 years. It's just yeah. incredible. Idea it's of one to one programs. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Where were we 10 years ago with the idea of one to one programs? Like I, you couldn't afford it. No one even thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't afford it. Wasn't it wasn't a thing. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Well, let's get our, uh, let's get this. I mean, we can go on and on about this. This is the yeah. problem, right? The last, uh, so this will be our last episode for 2019. So it's going to be a very reflective episode. Uh, Chris and I decided we were just going to kind of let it go and be thinking because we know, and this is what I've been up in working with the school district here in Washington state the last three weeks with, uh, with Patrick Green, who's on a couple episodes ago. Uh, he's coming over and helping out with some consulting work and, you know, one of the things I keep talking with teachers about is we constantly, every time we have a, every time we hold a training, we make sure that they have an opportunity to reflect. And that opportunity to reflect comes from, we know out of best practice, like we're always quoting best practice, but one of the things a learner can do, not the the teacher, right? Teacher number one, learning environment number two, but as a learner, number one thing you can do is reflect. So we wanted to take some time here at the end of 2019 to just have a little reflection. And I thought, I think it'd be really good uh, because you you being a tech coach, this is your Mm -hmm. first year in Hood River. So you've literally right. been in your new job for four months. Four uh, months. Yeah. yeah. So I thought we'd just start with that and, and kind of, you know, how, as you kind of like big picture stuff as a mm-hmm. tech coach, and again, uh, maybe tell your story. You're one tech coach for, um, I forget how many elementary schools, middle school, and high schools. We've got eight schools total, one high school, okay. two middle schools, and the rest elementary schools. Yeah. And we're a count, countywide school district. So yeah. kind of, I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah. And yeah. your last day of school, Friday this week? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then we Friday have to get two, week. two weeks off. Yeah. So yeah. thoughts, thoughts on your first four ups and downs for you. Yeah. Being new um, to a school district like that. And, and that really, that's been, that's a good word. It, I've been, it's a roller coaster. You yeah. Know? Um, it, 
the the excitement of a new gig. So I'll kind of so I'll kind of backtrack and kind of lead the lead people up through how this kind of happened. So yeah. my last school district, I was a I was a tech coach up there, um, and I was in that position for four years, and was um, there was the reality was that the contract stipulated that coaches were required to go back into the classroom for a year after four years. Um, and then we could apply for a coach position after that again, which we, if we, and I was, I kept being told you're going to be fine. We want you to keep coaching. We'd like what you do and that sort of thing. But when it came down to it, um, that didn't happen, um, yeah. which is kind of a bummer because we had some cool things lined up for the next school year. And we had some, I had a lot of teachers on board and all that. I'd build that reputation and all that. Um, so, and I had actually, I, I don't know if you remember, but I contacted you. Yeah. Said, yeah. I remember. Hey, this is going <laughs> <I remember>. on. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, uh, I was like, well, I can always go back to the classroom. I'd be really great at it. And I think I'd have learned so much from doing the, the coaching thing. I would be able to do all the things that I always work with the teachers and do that in the classroom. Yeah. But I really like having, I feel like I have a bigger positive influence on more mm. students because I'm affecting more teachers yeah. um, than I am in just my class. And I kind of dig that. Um, so I wanted to throw my resume out there and see what I could find. And I kicked around the idea of just going into the consulting gig, yeah. um, into the, um, the gig economy, as you called it. Yeah. Um, and that kind of scared me, to be honest with yeah. you. I was like, it, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that. It's, it's scary. I, I mean, yeah. We, I talk about it with, and you know, you and I had a couple of email exchanges yeah. back and forth. It's not yeah. for everybody. Like you're, there's yeah. no, uh, there's no guarantees in the gig economy, right? you know, yes. and you gotta be, you gotta be okay with that. And there's, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, and, and to your point, you know, you can affect the change of so many people yeah. as a tech coach. And I think there's a lot of tech coaches that I know who much like you, you get this, you're like, okay, I could have a classroom and I can affect the lives of 32 kids mm. or I can affect the lives of thousands of kids. Right. right? And right. even as a consultant, I, I constantly am thinking of that every time I step on stage or every time I'm doing a training mm. once in a while, it just hits me. Like, do you realize like, for example, this year it hit me one day where I was getting ready to do an opening keynote for a school district of 12,000 students. And I'm wow. sitting there and as I'm getting on stage, I'm saying, to myself, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, don't screw this up. Right. There are yeah. 12,000 yeah. students <laughs> lives in your hand that if you can sure. get teachers to think differently or communicate differently or accept student culture differently, right. you're affecting the lives of a lot of, a lot of, and that's, then I got nervous. About, sure. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I can't do that before I go on stage. Like all of a sudden I'm like, what am I doing here? Why should they listen to me? Oh, yeah. it's so bad. Yeah. But, but yeah. it is good, right? It's good to reflect yeah. on that and just be like, Absolutely. where do you want to be? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and putting your hat back in the ring and saying you want to be yeah. a coach. So. Yeah. So about March, I found out um, that, the job was not going to happen for me again next year. So I said, okay, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring out there, see what I can find. So I actually, I interviewed a few, interviewed a few different places. I actually got a job offer in a city, a town just outside of Denver. Oh, um, cool. And I, I thought about it for a couple of days and I, I just never felt right. Yeah. And I don't, you just know, I'm a big feeling. believer in the gut. Yeah. So yeah. called them back and said that I wasn't going to take that. So I had a couple other interviews and landed this gig in Hood River. And it just, it was one of those interviews where you walk in and you just feel super comfortable and you're joking yeah. around and, and you're just, you just know that it's the right. Yeah. People. You're clicking with, you're clicking yeah. with admin and yeah, teams. exactly. That's great. Yeah. Um, so there was the excitement of starting the new gig. Um, and 
that combined with the the trepidation of not knowing exactly what what it's all about and what the district's all about and trying to build those relationships so truly has been a roller coaster there's been some really great i mean and i'm going to be totally transparent here with everybody all our yeah. listeners there's been some really great days and some really bad days yeah. um but but i think that's the reality of i mean that's the reality of all work right especially when we're in the education field but trying to take on a new gig after i've been i was comfortable in another one um, but I feel like I'm making headway and I feel like, um, like I just did this last week, we did a training for the new teachers that we hired on this year, mm-hmm. um, which is really something cool that the district does. They give a series of, I think there's six of them throughout the year where they bring them in and they teach them, um, cool. not just how the school system works, but also like techniques and, yeah, and, oh, that's and, cool. You know, so so I, there's some pedagogy as, along with yes, just exactly. like, here, here's what it means to be an employee of Hooter River. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I took on the session that I did was kind of focused on um, a blended learning type thing, similar to what you do mm-hmm. um, when you talk about blended learning. But um, and the, then I used Flipgrid as the reflection piece at the end of it. Yeah, and great. they they were stoked. It was super cool. They were like, "This is the best training that we've had." Oh, you know, cool. So that's so things like that. Good feeling. Just, yeah, they feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so roller coaster ride. So excitement of a new gig. Oh no, what am I doing? Is this the right thing? Then you get those days that you're like, yeah, this is awesome. So, yeah. you know, I mean, everybody's gone through that. Yeah. And there was a good book that I read um, years ago before I became a full-time uh, consultant and it's not that, and it's, I'll have to look it up. Let me look it up real quick. It's Seth Godin. And I think it's called the dip. Do you ever listen to Seth Godin? Mm-mm, I haven't. So Seth Godin, G O D I N. He's got a, a great blog but it was a little book that he wrote called the dip and he's a marketing. He does like marketing stuff. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's called the dip. It's a small book. Okay. But he talks about this and it was about the time that this is, as we're reflecting here, I'm in, uh, I just moved to Bangkok and had got this contract with ISB international school of Bangkok where I had quote unquote Google time. Mm -hmm. And so part of the reason why I moved from Shanghai to Bangkok or the, Mm -hmm. we moved, my wife and I moved from uh, Shanghai to ISB Bangkok uh, international school of Bangkok was because I had 20% time and this 20% time was I had a full-time contract, but I was able to use 20% of it to do, to start my consulting stuff. It's when I wrote the book reach. Um, Mm -hmm. I used my 20% time for that. I started consulting at conferences, but it's a really good book. And in the book, he, it's called the dip because what you're, what you were talking about right now is yeah. you have to get through the dip and yeah. where most people, you start to feel like, did I make the right choice? Mm. Is this really what I want to do is when you, you, you know, you get hired and there's all this excitement and then you right. have to, if you start a new job or as a consultant, you go out and then you got to get through the dip, you right. know, and that's where, I think being able to reflect on it and say, okay, where am I in the dip? And especially for, I think in education, you know, the nice thing is, is we kind of get these, we kind of get this reset opportunity at winter break to say, okay, I'm here for four months. Right. I've kind of gone through the dip. I just had this amazing experience with new teachers, (laughs) you know, I'm how am I feeling now? And so I'll just ask you as you kind of think forward now, like you've got a week left, you've got winter break. How, what, what, what's second semester looking like for you? Like mm-hmm. what's, what's your focus? Are you feeling more comfortable? Um, starting to feel more comfortable. I actually have been taking to heart a lot of the things that guests on the podcast have talked about, like some things that Tisha Richmond talked about and we had her on episode 99 and she talked about finding her sparks. And um, so 
I'm going to really focus on that moving towards next year, kind of building that, that focus for the following year. Um, I just wrote a, um, you could call it a newsletter, I guess, that I'm okay. going to send out to the staff. And it has, um, has an article that, that I wrote about the work that we've done with the elementary special specialists and yeah. the green screen things that the kiddos are doing in there. Cool. So I talked about, talked about that. I'm going to share that with the staff. Cause I, you know, I, if you're not in the elementary schools, you don't know that that's happening. Yeah. So you don't know. Cool, right. That's a cool yeah. thing to share. Right. I love that. Um, and I'm going to add, so each month I'm going to do that monthly and I'm going to have like a podcast of the month and an article of the month and a, a podcast or um, a um, web, a, uh, a tool, an app a tool. of the month. Yeah, tool yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to send that out. And I got that idea from David Steiner. He was talking about that when he did it with his, you know, just things that, and that's what, that's what I love. And you've talked about this a lot. Like, that's what I love about doing these podcasts is it's the best PD. You get it's these the ideas. Like PD. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as a listener, like I listen, I don't ever listen to the radio. I'm constantly listening to different podcasts. <laughs> and yeah. so I get a ton that way. And, you know, I think we said in the last episode, like this is my PD moment. Yeah, we have these yeah. guests on that are constantly are blowing my mind or make me stop and reflect, and I'm mm. just like. And to your point, like all of a sudden you're grabbing these little nuggets, yeah. you know, that everybody else is willing to share, and that, that's what I love about about podcasting and and just the educational community at large. You yeah. know, the educational community at large is just a sharing community. Yeah, and when people come on the show and are willing to share their story, mm-hmm. and uh, there's another great. Um, and I've said it a couple times in the intros to our podcast, but there's a great YouTube that I like to show teachers that is, uh, oh, what is it? Ordinary to me, extraordinary to others or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, but that's it. And I think there's so many teachers that are doing really amazing stuff, mm-hmm. right? Uh, ordinary to me, amazing to others. That's what it is. That's the word amazing. Hit it. Yeah. Um, but it's a great YouTube video and I'll make sure I link that. I'll link the dip into it. everything we talk about. It will get linked in the show notes so they can go yeah, back and see yeah. it. But it's a great YouTube video, but it's that kind of stuff, right? All of a sudden we're in a conversation with Tisha and all of a sudden both of us are just like, oh my gosh, right. that's uh-huh. amazing. Yeah. You know, and for her, it's just her daily life. It's something that she right. flew up with or, you know, with Steiner and talking about, you know, all of a sudden we had this great conversation just about a newsletter and what do you put yeah. in the newsletter and when do you yeah. send the newsletter? I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's going. Yeah, yeah. So are you thinking this newsletter thing as you go into second semester, are you thinking mm-hmm. that is something that you you're, you kind of want to start? Like, yeah. So, so I'll start doing that every month. Um, and on the bottom of it is just kind of a quick, I don't know, an advertisement, if you will, for me, yeah. like, Hey, if you want to explore this, I, this tool that I gave you for this month, contact me, I'll come into your class and I can, help you set it up with the kiddos and that sort of thing. Um, and I'm going to eventually over break because I'm just like you, I don't take all break. I work a few days here and yeah. there. Um, but I'm going to create a YouTube channel and start recording short little how to videos, that Great sort of idea. thing. And I'll put the link on the, um, on the newsletter. And so have that. And that came from, we talked about that with some other coaches from yes. Moses Lake school uh-huh. district who do that, yeah. that they've basically got a YouTube war. You know, yeah. I call them the yeah. YouTube coaches because they do a yeah. ton of stuff on YouTube for their staff and they just have this great, you know, vibe that they do. I mean, there's so many great yeah. ways that you can reach out to your teachers, Yeah, you know, and being able to, to try and start some of those. That's yeah. a great way to use your break and kind of think yeah, forward. For sure. yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the things, especially, and we talked about this, you know, two episodes ago, but when you were one teacher for hundreds of teachers, you know, one coach for hundreds of teachers, you have to find like 
okay, YouTube's not going to work for every single one of them, but it might work right. for some of them. The mm -hmm. newsletter is not going to work for every single one of them, but it will work for some of them. Right. And if you can get a sum this way and a sum that way. And mm -hmm. one of the things I've been talking about with teachers lately is for better or for worse, we live in a consumer centric culture right now. Like right. we are living in a world where the customer is always right. If the customer wants their product in two days, you better mm -hmm. get it to them in two days. And right now, two days for products is like waiting a long time. You better be able to like same day <laughs> delivery, right? Right. But for better or for worse, we live in a, in a consumer, consumer forward economy, consumer forward world. And so when you are producing products, which is what we do what, as mm -hmm. tech coaches mm -hmm. or, as, or as, you know, consultants, whatever it is, we have to be able to hit the consumer where the consumer wants to gather that information. So you're going to have some teachers who are very comfortable learning on YouTube and they're going to want their information that way. Mm -hmm. You're going to have some teachers who still want the PDF that shows me where to click and you've got to be able to reach those consumers that way. Right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to have, it's not like you can just send out one thing and believe that you're going to hit all teachers. You've got to really, we're just in this economy right now where everybody yeah. expects to get it the way that's best for me which makes some makes a producer in this case yep. you really stressful because you've got to be able to produce everything in every mode yeah <laughs> possible for that possible learner right right yeah 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 and it's all i mean and and you know this with the consulting that you do it's all about it's it's that it's meeting it's it's personalized learning right we always yeah, talk about it's that it's meeting the learner where they're at when they need it um there's a little bit of marketing in there right yeah. you have to know how to market yourself and how to market your product if you quote unquote, your product, if you will. Um, Correct. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's an interesting, it's interesting right now. It's fun. Yeah. And I love that you're taking things from the podcast and using them, you know? Oh I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's such great PD. Cause we've all <laughs> had those moments. Like I, I've started using the three P oh, excuse me. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Wowzers. Um, I started using the three P protocol that you brought yeah. back up that you right. said you learned from me. That I got from you. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I yeah. kind of remember doing it at one point. How could I forget about that? So I've started <laughs> right. using that again. Like there's just cool. things like cool. that, you know, that's, yeah. that's the cool thing that, that I think yeah. all of this, all of this comes out. Of. Yeah. Um, well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you're, you're starting to feel comfortable there. You're looking yeah. forward to some of the, any other yeah. things. So you're looking at starting YouTube videos. You've kind starting. of sent out your first newsletter. I love that. I yeah. think you're, you're a semester in. Mm -hmm. People kind of know who you are. So it's not going to be out of the blue when like, who's this Chris Butler guy sending me right. emails, right? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, they, they, you're kind of starting to establish yourself. So that's cool. Yeah, I think so. And I think there's a lot of it too. The way that, the way that I'm set up is my, my office, if you'll co co-working space with the other coaches is in the district office. So a lot of times I'll get stuck in there working on things, working on the newsletter or creating yeah. videos. Whatever. So I need to do a really good job of getting into the buildings yeah. and just kind of getting my face out there and sh quote unquote, shaking, shaking hands and kissing babies. Right? Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> out um, of the job. And I think I want to do set up sort of a residency in mm. buildings for like, I'm going to be in this building for three days. Uh, I'll be here in the library or, you know, in this room, you can find me and, if you have questions or if you just want to stop and say hi, or if you want me to come into your class yeah. and just kind of start setting those times up that way. So they know when I'm going to be in the buildings with them Yeah, um, and just be more visible out there. And I think that's a really good question for this week's podcast in order to enter to win the Flipgrid stickers. You know, we know that there are a lot of coaches that mm -hmm. listen to this podcast and I'm just wondering how other coaches have, have done that exact same thing. 
Cause I've talked to a lot of coaches who have had a lot of success in different models. The idea yeah. of a residency model to say, okay, I'm going to be in this elementary school. You can guarantee that I'm going to be here for this week or two mm -hmm. weeks or whatever it is. And then I'll be at the next school for two weeks Yeah, as a way to try to just build relationships and be present at a school. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know some coaches, tech coaches I've talked to said, that didn't work for them because they try mm -hmm. to be at one school for two weeks, but they keep getting pulled, pulled somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere Whatever else. Responsibility. And, and, and they never got it to, to work. Yeah. So I think that's a really good question this week. If you are a tech coach that is, you know, one or two tech coaches for a large district, how do you, I think that's yeah. a great, I'd love to learn I'd, how are I'd different people setting that up? I would love to you hear know? that. And I would even love to hear, um, from the side of the teachers, what do they find works for them for their when they're learning their co coaches and yeah. wanting to bring them in? Um, do they like the visibility? Do, do they like having them available? Do they just want to contact by email and have them come in when, yeah. when is best for them? Yeah. Do they feel, to your point, do teachers feel like they can reach out? If I know yeah. that for the next yeah. two weeks, Chris is going to be in my building, then I don't feel bad in these two weeks because I know he's here. Right. To be able to send an email saying, can we set up a time to meet during my right. break or prep time or before school, yeah. after school, whatever it happens to be. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that'd be great yeah. to hear. I think that's a really good question because there's so, so many too. different models that work and don't work. And right. a lot of it has to do with your school culture, your district mm -hmm. culture, you know, where you are. Um, you know, there's definitely different models, but I think that's really cool. And I think it's a great that's idea. Okay. I mean, see if, yeah. you know, at this point you're a semester in. You really have see. nothing to lose. It's yeah. the, see what happens. Nobody, nobody had your job before you, right? This was the first time they've had a There was position. a half, half time. Half time. So it's the first time yeah. they've had a full-time person. Yes. Yeah. So for you to be able to try out a residency and see if you mm -hmm. get some traction that way in schools yeah. is yeah. a good way, to, good way to think about it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Well, as we kind of turn and reflect then on the podcast, um, first of all, I think uh, me reflecting on the podcast, best decision I made was having you help help out and co-host. Yeah, uh, it's been so great to, <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah. to be able to, uh, to share this with somebody and, and share the responsibilities uh, of getting people, um, you know, finding all of using all your connections to get teachers, mm -hmm. you know, that we can actually interview and stuff. And I, I just love that. Um, other things for you thinking back over this last, I mean, you just, podcasting this last year and, and yeah. I know you, you had your own podcast and you can still yeah. find it. So if people yeah, want to can, go and listen to some is the project yeah. based awesome. Project based awesome. Yeah. Many, project based awesome podcast. Year? How many years did you guys do that? No, we did. Well, we did seasons. So we did like, we would do a fall season, then a spring season, then okay. we'd take summer off and then we'd, oh, cool. but we ended up doing four seasons. So awesome. about two years worth. Um, and we covered the gamut. We had everything. So the first year was, and Aaron Dickey was my, podcast partner and we're yeah. actually going to have yeah. she's going to come on the pod with us I'm oh, super she excited. has to she's, yeah. she's a rock yeah. star she's so yeah. cool she's great um but we the first year first two seasons were basically us talking about this whole idea of project-based awesome and what it's all about and the kind of the blending of project-based learning and instructional technology and just good old-fashioned teaching and how do those all three work together yeah. in a good way um and then we started <laughs> we had this crazy idea like Hey, so we should have some guests on the podcast. And this is this is funny. So I don't know if we ever shared this story with you, but we Aaron and I were going up to one of uh Jeff's weekend um workshops in Chelan, Washington. And as we're going up there, we we had this scheme. We're like, okay, so we need to really, we need to get Jeff on the podcast. Somehow we need to like let him know we have a podcast and like see yeah. if we can like invite him on. And 
we got to talking with you yeah. and you found out we had a podcast. We got to talking that, about that. And you're like, Hey, I'd love to come on that podcast with you guys. And we were like, that sounds like a great idea, Jeff. I'm glad you thought of that. <laughs> that's good. You yeah. set the trap and I fell right in. Absolutely. That's great. Yep. Um, but yeah, so we had started to have some guests on the podcast. Um, a lot of people that we knew, but it, but we yeah. even had some people that just kind of contacted us and like, Hey, I'd love to be on the pod and talk about this with you. And so that was, it was, it was, and just like, doing this podcast with you and the guests that we have on it's just it's such a learning experience yeah. um it was it was it blew my mind it was just well, there's so just, cool there's so much experience. amazing stuff going on you know yeah there's just so much amazing i mean one of my favorite parts thinking back at this uh at this year is back uh, i'm trying to pull up the episodes what episode numbers they would have been um, but I got to spend last school year, so the eighteen nineteen school year, I spent um, doing this really cool blended learning P, uh, PD. So it was mm-hmm. a whole professional development model we set up. It was a certificate program that I did with some teachers out of Enumclaw School District. And then for their final, uh, so these are episode. it's all in the 80s. So okay. episodes uh, 85, Music and Technology and Harmony, which mm-hmm. was a music teacher who just finished her master's program. And she sent me her master's program final project, which was a YouTube cool. video where she made an online course. Anyways, just really, really cool stuff. Um, I'm Not Standard, A Year of Coaching Reflection. Mm-hmm. Those are the coaches from, from down in Enumclaw. But mm-hmm. for me, that was, it was so good because I got to spend this year of blended learning PD with, with this group of cohort of teachers. And then to have... Um, to have them, and basically when, when you're the teacher, you get to say what the assignment is. So your assignment was come have a conversation with me on a podcast, Nice. but you get to learn so much from people, you know, and everybody's story of how they get into education. I love that part. Everybody's got some way that you end up, whether it was, you know, someone like me, I knew from high school that I wanted to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. I come from a family of teachers. I mean, it's been that way since as far as I can remember. So we had teachers on here who were airplane pilots that got laid off during the mm-hmm. recession. I mean, it's just incredible. Everybody's got this story, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think if I reflect back on this last, this last year, you know, all of these, these is, I'm looking back, this is May, May, July, August date. So anything in the late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. you're going to find those reflections from teachers down in the cool. club, but it's at the end of this, um, the end of a year of blended professional development that I just found very powerful to lead that blended learning and then to have those conversations at the end for me was, was really yeah. cool. Yeah. And then the other part was just, and this goes back to your story that, you know, in March you throw your, you throw your uh, resume out there and you email right. me and you're yeah. like, Hey, I'm thinking about being a full-time consultant. <laughs> and so I email you back and say, not only can you be a full-time consultant, but maybe you want to help me with this podcast thing. <laughs> yeah. And here we yeah. are, right? Like that yep. part works. So yeah, it's all sure. good. You never know if you don't ask and you yeah, throw exactly. stuff out there. So yeah. So. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about where we think this is going to go in the future. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Like we've got, I mean, your fantastic job. Uh, you know, we've got people willing to come on the podcast, which is great. Um, I, we, people can reach out to us at all. If you want to, you can head over to sospodcast.org and, uh, shoot us an email there. There's a contact form you can fill out at the top. If you'd like to come on to the podcast and, and share your story or just have a chat with Chris or I, or maybe you hear something that, you know, Chris and I are struggling with or, you know, and you want to just say, Hey, this is how it works for me. We would love to have you on. So you fill out that contact form over at our website. That's always a great way that you can, uh, and we're always, we're happy to have anyone on, you know, we can learn from anybody anywhere, uh, on these podcasts. So, so I love that. I love that idea. Um, 
other things, Chris, that you're looking forward to in, in the new year with the podcast? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to some of the guests that we have coming on that I have lined up already. So I talked about having Erin Dickey on. She's, you guys are going to love her. If you, if you haven't heard her talk, talk education yet, she was on Jeff's podcast before I joined forces with Jeff. I don't remember the episode number. If you can find it. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, but she, um, she is a rock star, has so many cool ideas, um, and just a great energy to her. Um, Talk to Trina Johnson. I know I had her on my pod. I think you had your on your uh, you her on your pod yeah. before. Yep. Um, she is in the Auburn School District. Yeah. So Erin um, is episode fifty, and we'll make yeah. sure we put that in. Uh, well, I'll make sure that gets in all of these episodes we mentioned. I'll make sure are linked in. So yeah. you know, over the holidays, you and I. This is the last one, and people. But this is the thing I love is you can go back, listen to other episodes. Yeah. If there's one yeah. you want to go back and look at. Cool. Yeah. Um. I. Got a yes. I'm just trying to nail down a date for Jessica Fife and Linda Sterrett, who are from my old school district in Richland. Um, and they were both coaches with me. Linda is sort of back in the, it's sort of a hybrid model. They're doing a team teaching thing together, which I think cool. is going to be super cool to talk about. Um, Jessica's the tech coach. Linda was a coach, still kind of coaches when she's available, but they're doing a team teaching thing. So I think that's going to be super fun to talk about. Very cool. Um, I just um, got confirmation from another teacher in Michigan that um, they just opened a brand new school. So she's going to talk about that process that they went through and kind of um, she's super excited. She talks about um, how uh, they got to kind of do whatever it is that they wanted to do. I'm like, I want to hear about that. Yeah, that's great. Um, Her name's Angel Mensing. Um, so she's going to be on with us in a couple of weeks here. So we got some cool people lined up um, and I'm still reaching out for people and I'm like on social media, like, Hey, come on our podcast. And I get a lot of reactions. Um, like, what, what, what would I talk about? Like, who am yeah. I? I'm like, you, you're a teacher. You do amazing things every single day. That's right. Like th- that, that whole, just like that YouTube video you talked about, right? Right. Yeah. Ordinary um, to me, amazing to others. Oh, it's so yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, my first reaction when I meet, like when I say this to teachers, I'm like, well, first of all, you're on Twitter, which right, puts yes. you in like the top 1%. That's, Let's that's just, true. Yeah. you know, there's, I guarantee you there's more stories there. If you were a teacher that's on Twitter and you understand, you understand the professional development power of Twitter. Yeah. Then yes, you absolutely have things to talk about on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'm excited. Um, I think it's going to be a, 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 um, you know, a good season coming up. I think so too thinking about things. The thing I love about this too, is that it's, everything's constantly evolving. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't, nothing gets old because it's constantly moving and constantly changing. Yeah. Uh, And that's, that's the thing I love about this. My wife always, she knows, you know, when, when the Google IO conference or the (laughs) Google IO meeting is and WWDC for Apple, when they release all their new products, it's like Jeff's geek out day. Yeah. And she's like, why do you, why do you do? I'm like, because honey, these are, these are, companies that are telling me what the future is going to hold. Right. And we are in a, we are in a position as educators, as every educator, our job is to know how do we prepare students for their future? Mm. So you have to understand what's coming. You have to understand what's happening in our economy. You know, one of the things I've been working on right now is trying to help especially high school teachers to understand that the new statistics coming out from the federal reserve here in, here in America 
And it'd be interesting to look at other countries as well, but because I got a feeling that most Western countries are probably running the same way is we are looking at almost 30% of our workforce are self-employed, right? The contractors, this gig economy type stuff. Mm -hmm. And they are predicting by 2025, 50% of our workforce are self-employed contractors. Yeah. So how are we preparing the next generation to not be a worker, but be an owner? Yes. You know, how does that change the way we teach math and the way we, we, you know, entrepreneurship programs and internship programs in our schools? There's just so much there that I think, you know, we have to, we have to think about how do we prepare? And it's constantly, it's constantly changing. And that's, that's what I love about education. That's what I love about my job is that I I get to constantly be thinking about, okay, what's the future hold for these kiddos? And how do I, how do I help support teachers and supporting kids for that future? Yeah. Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, spe- speaking of which, you're doing you're doing some presenting at NCCE this year. Yes. Yeah. So if you're in the Northwest, I will be back at NCCE. I think I have six presentations. Don't ask me the titles or what I'm doing at this point. That's four months and three months, whatever it is. And that's a long way from there. There's a lot of presentation here now. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to being back to NCCE. Um, I think the most exciting one I'm looking forward to is last year at NCCE. There was kind of every time. So NCCE is the ISTE affiliated conference for the Northwest, for those of you that maybe aren't in the Northwest. But if you think of the ISTE conference, usually has a regional supporting conference and NCCE is ours. And I don't even remember what NCC stands for in our Northwest Computer Council for Computers and Education. That's it. Council for Computers and Education. Yeah, NCCE. Um, But last year, there was really a theme around digital citizenship that really came out through the conference. And I did a presentation last year that was called Rethinking Digital Citizenship, where I pitched my idea of creating a program in schools that takes kids from being private to public. Yeah, I had a couple schools that actually contacted me and we've been able to start rolling out that program. So this year, I'll be back at the conference giving an update on what have we learned, what's happened, um, success stories. Uh, that we're having and still looking for school districts. And I got a couple other school districts who have heard me a couple of weeks ago at another conference that are, that are saying, yeah, we know kids need to be on LinkedIn when they graduate. Kids need right. to have a YouTube right. video when they graduate. Yeah. And so how can we support and create a program that, that supports those kids in doing that? Right? Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm excited. Are you doing sessions at NCC? Um, just, just observing, listening, learning. Okay. I'm not, I'm not leading anything this time. Oh, that's good. Um, it's great PD. Yeah. And again, yeah. the networking, you know, the networking yeah, possibilities and stuff. That's what I love the most. Yeah. You know, Maybe we'll take the equipment there and we'll do a podcast live from NCCE. That'd be cool. I mean, That'd might as fun. well, right? Yeah. We'll have yeah. to put out a hashtag or something. We'll be live from NCCE. We'll love be live that. on YouTube or something. And, <laughs> cool. I don't know. I always geek out with stuff like that. So that sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, well thank you, Chris. It's been uh, a great, I'm so excited to have you as part of the podcast here at Shifting Our Schools and part of the family. Yeah, and thank awesome. you for all the support in helping to get people lined up. Again, if you'd like to be a guest on our, on our podcast, uh, you can fill out the contact form at the top of the Shifting Our Schools website. That's sospodcast.org. And then uh, once we get that, Chris will contact you and get you set up. Yeah. And uh, we record all hours of the day and night. I have been known to get up at 4.30 in the morning <laughs> to record because these people that live in Asia just, you know, they right. need you up at yeah. 4.30 in the morning. You do what you have to do in this job. You do what you have to do. That's right. Yeah, you do what you have to do. So, all right. But uh, appreciate it. Happy, Thank you, Jeff. Uh, happy holidays to you. Thank uh, you, you too. Happy New Year. I probably won't talk to you before then. So yeah. uh, 2020. 
how crazy 2020 that, right? i know yeah i think that we're there already so uh, yeah. but uh happy new year's to all of you listeners out there as well uh have a safe holiday season we'll see you back here at shifting their schools in the new year have a good one all right bye guys Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit sospodcast.org, facebook.com slash Jeff Udick, and on Twitter at judick. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on Shifting Our Schools.